0: I'm Stu Whiffin, and I'm Adam Richardson, and not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast, the
1: podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts
0: and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to episode two of the Bible podcast. Firstly, thank you very much for all of your kind reviews and words and subscribing to episode one. It's been uh, a great response, right? Yeah, it's
1: been brilliant. Uh, A lot of people will know that we've been sitting on a lot of these episodes for for quite a while. If you follow our social media, you would have seen the photos. We've had a lot of good chats and we've been really excited to uh, share them
0: with everyone. So, yeah. It's amazing absolutely so if you haven't subscribed yet please do so and then each week you will get more episodes of this podcast automatically turning up on your listening device
1: exactly so episode number two for those that haven't heard episode number
0: one the structure goes a little something like this we have three guests and those guests either talk about their own podcast or the podcast that they enjoy listening to magazine style show Try and keep it to about 30 minutes, and yeah, that's what you've got coming up shortly. So
1: let's kick it off with a brilliant conversation with Drunk Women Solving Crime. They're going to talk about their podcast, and they're coming up right now.
0: Uh, Sitting opposite us today is Hannah Katie-Taylor from Drunk Women Solving Crime. Hello! We would love you to tell us all about your podcast.
2: Wow, drunk women solving crime is kind of exactly what it says on the tin. Uh, We are drunk women. We. um, (laughs) Always. Always. Not right now, actually. It's two o'clock. Tea drinking,
3: sober women. (laughs)
2: Um, But yeah, basically, we um, get together. There's three of us, and we get together with another guest, um, and we talk about true crime. So it's in a three part format. So the first part is um, our guest comes on and we ask them if they've ever been victim of a crime. And as a lady, they have always been victim of a crime. <laughs> um, often they involve penises, not always. <laughs> and um, we've just had some fascinating and incredible stories. Like there's the one this week is about a lady who had a bag stolen when she went to collect an Emmy, which is pretty glamorous. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, you know, other people have been catfished. or Yeah. Um,
3: we had a drug trafficking raid. On a yeah, house. Amazing yeah. stories. Yeah. The carpet being ripped up looking for drugs. Yeah. Catherine Ryan, which was our first episode, uh, w- fell prey to uh, somebody with something called inflatophilia who convinced her to blow up her pantyhose and take pictures. And she thought that she was doing it all for a radio competition. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. Inc- as like, the one that kicked us off. We were yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and, this and then, is
2: uh, And then Miranda Sawyer, she, she solved her own crime as well, which was amazing. Yeah, when her car oh, got yeah. stolen. And then she just found it again it was brilliant but yeah that's so we just have one question at the beginning and then and
3: then the middle section is uh, where we solve a true crime so we alternate hosting duties and we each do oh no I hate being American saying duties duties (laughs) we alternate duties Um, so we each research a true crime case and uh, the panel basically have to guess the details of it and it can either be a cold case or something that's been solved but we sort of see how savvy we are after a few drinks yeah Um, And I think we're pretty good. Yeah, we could have solved a couple. We think we maybe cracked a famous case called The Summerton Man. Yeah, we blew it wide open. Yeah. The answer is Russian ballerina. Check Uh it out. Check it out. (laughs) 70 years unsolved, no more.
4: Uh, And then finally... Uh, Then the last section is the listener crime section. So our listeners write in with crimes that they want us to solve. So it could be someone keeps stealing their milk at work or it could be someone leaving random meat outside their house or it could be... It's a lot of
3: food, isn't it? Yeah.
4: (laughs) People are agitated about their food. There was a stain on the wall. Someone didn't know how this stain got there, so we had to hypothesize. And do you remember the yeah. woman who
2: was um, when she was a little girl? She found a body in the woods.
4: Oh yeah, that was my
2: favorite. She was like, yeah. she emailed She was like, "Girls, I love your podcast. I've got a story. I think you'll get a kick out of." <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And we did, and we we solved it.
3: Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Somebody else in the U.S. actually experienced a crime while they were listening to our podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. the Uber Eats driver. Yeah, um, their car got stolen while they were making a delivery. Yeah, and she'd been listening to us in the car so we, we picture this criminal like listening. one of our new fans like <laughs> this is a really good podcast <laughs> yeah it's probably why they started they've probably never stolen the car before but yeah there's a lot of true crime podcasts out there obviously um katie had been holding on to this fantastic title for like 10 <laughs> yeah. years and we just wanted to do something a little bit unique with it so we kind of uh, riffed this format with our producer amanda who's yeah. great
4: yeah and, uh, yeah it's yeah. going pretty Which well you're all
0: friends sort of Yes, yeah,
4: we all met each other
2: doing comedy, didn't we, really?
4: Yeah, Yeah, the stand-up circuit.
0: Um, Live shows?
4: Yes, we're doing them. Um, (laughs) We've been doing uh, lots of live shows at the Pleasants in Islington, and then we're doing a nine-date run in the Edinburgh Festival 2019. Um, And then we're probably going to do more London shows and possibly a little tour in autumn 2019. Um, But we've sold out every single live show we've done so far.
2: Yeah, it's going really well. And it's like, as, as someone that gets quite nervous and normally you're like, okay, I'm nervous, so I'm not going to drink, but we kind of have to. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> I rarely realise. I'm like, it's just adrenaline that I feel so weird. It's like, is it the two bottles of wine you drank, Can It's <laughs> but, um, but they're always quite fun because they kind of, you don't always know where they're going to go. And in terms of like, so we released the live podcast as well. But, you know, we sometimes have to edit a couple of bits out. So if you want to really hear what we think. Then.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Because right. like, we've had um, one guest incriminated themselves. Oh, completely. Um, so we had to edit out a crime that they confessed to <laughs> before <laughs> that went broadcast. And she was and annoyed as well. She was like, no, I did it. I want people to know. <laughs> yeah. You don't, babe. You don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and also what's nice is with our audience actually being in the room, When we ask each other questions like, "Oh, what year do you think this was?", they sometimes shout out the answer as well. Um, So that's quite fun having everyone interact with us too because we have quite a smart audience. (laughs) They know way
3: more stuff than us. Sometimes much more than we are. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And sometimes they email us and say, you're pronouncing this word wrong. (laughs) 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 That's
2: fine. Particularly when it's aimed at me. That's
3: because I kept saying hung instead of hanged, which I know that's wrong, but it's also kind of funny. (laughs) He (laughs) was hung. (laughs) Let me have my fun.
0: (laughs) So in regards to new listeners... Is there an episode that you would direct them to as, as a good introductory point to, to the podcast?
3: I like different ones for different reasons. Like I think our drunkest guest was probably Olivia Lee, and that's a great <laughs> yeah, live episode. That's um, an amazing one. And she was so funny. She's like, I I just I thought that was a pre wreck I got really hammered before I even got on stage. <laughs> and it's just it's really funny oh, to listen to.
4: Actually, the Shabikos Andy one's brilliant as well. Mm. The um for a live crazy one. Yeah.
5: And I think the Amanda Abington one also. Oh London and, and Hughes. Live yeah.
4: and Crazy. But if you're yeah. gonna to listen to
2: London London's uh, live episode, listen to... Uh, her the, studio one. The first. studio one, which is, the, I think, our third episode. Yeah. Just because there's stories that she tells in it where she kind of, like, carries on with her crime from the first
0: time.
4: So yeah. you kind oh, of really? get a little bit more yeah. to the, to the catalogue. You need both, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. And what's coming up next?
4: We've got lots more live stuff. We're doing um, more live dates in London and possibly a, a tour um, later on in the year. And then lots of exciting guests on the podcast... The more
2: we do it and the more sort of like the bigger it becomes the the bigger the people we're approaching and yeah people
3: are really up for doing it it's really nice like, it's lovely because we have had people ask us to do it and yeah. Just yeah just great like nat Tenna was one of a uh, really fun guest that's also a very fun episode and we're like nat tenner wants to do our podcast oh my god <laughs> yeah
0: lovely thank, thank you very much you. There you go. That was the Drunk Women Solving Crime telling you all about why you should go and listen to their podcast. So don't just take their word for it, take Pop Bible's word for it and go and subscribe to theirs.
1: Yeah, go and have a listen. And also, they mentioned their live shows. They've been so busy. They'll be doing a lot up in Edinburgh. Uh, they've got all sorts of things going on. So if you want to go and check them out, then you can head to their website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com forward slash live. What have we got coming up next? We have a quick news roundup from our friends at ACAST. Coming up next, a conversation we had with Jamie East, host of the Previously On podcast. Uh, As you'll hear, the most recent series of that was for Game of Thrones, but he's got lots of exciting plans ahead, and he is going to be recommending one of his favourite shows.
0: So sitting opposite us now is Jamie East of the Previously On podcast, and he's here today to recommend a podcast. Jamie, your first recommendation, please. So, my first recommendation is basically I
6: don't know about anybody else, uh, certainly people that do podcasts or, or that are involved in a particular field that get featured heavily in podcasts. You know, my day job is I'm um, a film critic, I'm also a broadcaster on radio shows and stuff. So, listening to podcasts can occasionally feel a bit like a busman's holiday. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I steer clear of as many film podcasts as I can because I do one myself. and I'm not particularly interested in what no one else does. I'm, You know, it doesn't bother me. Uh, the same for kind of radio ones. So I don't listen to many radio podcasts, um, for many reasons. So I always hark back to my, my happy place, uh, which isn't FernCon, which is, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is music. So, you know, music was, was what I started doing. I was in a band years and years ago. And my favorite part of the process was being in the studio. So I, I I'm a kind of a, a sucker for podcasts that delve into the craft of either recording music or writing it. So the podcast I'm going to recommend now is Song Exploder, which is an American podcast I discovered, I think, about probably two or three years ago. It's a very, again, a very simple premise, but again, templated, which I always, I, I kind of enjoy i like the feeling of familiarity mm-hmm. where you know what you're going to get with a podcast i think it's really really important and adam buxton does that incredibly well so song it exploded it speaks to somebody who has created a song you know nine times out of ten it'll be a song that you know really well one time out of ten it'll be a way of discovering an amazing new band and they've spoken to people like damon alban they've spoken to people like sharon vanette and you know countless, countless people fleetwood mac Uh, where they sit down, they go and they introduce themselves and then they will pick one of their own songs. And it's a really quite nerdy but beautiful kind of explanation of how they created the song, not necessarily sat down and written it, although they do touch upon the writing process behind it, but the recording process as well. So Mm. as someone who kind of like listens and and kind of wonders how that was compressed or wonders what kind of keyboard was used and and, and in what order it was written, you know – it's just fascinating to listen to. And I just revel in it and it kind of, you know, I can close my eyes and, and because I enjoy the recording process of music so much hearing someone really successful and them having exactly the same crap that you have to deal with as well. is quite, it's quite a thing or, you know, obviously they've got anything at their disposal. Someone like Damon Albon can you know, go to any studio in the world can command any kind of co-writer or any collaborator he wants yet. Hearing them kind of piece together in the in in, in the same kind of way is, is, is really quite life affirming for a musician. Mm.
0: Are they are they, uh, a desk? With, with the, are the channels separated? Like for the recording? I think
6: sometimes, yeah, very much. Yeah. The, so I, I I don't know I don't know how it's recorded. I, I suspect it's recorded separately. I, I, I think certainly for the bigger artists, they're they're kind of left to their own devices and provide you know it's recorded clearly separately from from the podcaster. Katie Tunstall did a great one, and you know where they're kind of like, well, we, we would. I was playing around with a keyboard and came up with this riff and then you'll hear the isolated Kind of keyboard oh, or occasionally they'll go well this is how the song started uh this is the demo this is you know just on my voice memo on my phone i started tinkering with this and then they'll play the clip and it is you hear the genesis of the song which is which is kind of just an amazing mm. kind of thing it's one of my favorite parts of kind of watching or listening to music documentaries i know some people hate them like steely dan going through our peg was made balls crap <laughs> yeah. out of a lot of people but i love yeah you know the they're the kind of like and here's how we kind of compress the hi hat to me that's that's just like that's yeah. that's a big turn on, you know. I have to cross my legs at that point.
0: <laughs> Couldn't agree more.
6: You know, they take like a household keyboard that you you'll have or a plug-in that you've got at home on Logic, and they'll go. But what we needed to do, I sang it through a cardboard tube, and it ended up sounding like this. And you go, you know, you've spent weeks trying to work out how they made that song, and it turns out they sang it through a bog roll. You know, yeah, it's kind of things that I revel in.
0: Real pig behind the curtain. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah, I love it. And they
1: play the song at the end of each episode as well. Yes, then that's right. Then,
6: then you get to kind of you know have a listen to it again and, in a and completely different knowing way. knowing knowing yeah. what
1: you know kind of thing. And it's, it's it,
6: again, it, listen to it with fresh ears. It's brilliant.
1: Any particular episodes that you
6: would like to recommend? It's an American podcast, so a lot of the times they they're quite. I guess Caccioli kind of third stage kind of bands, and, and also <laughs> also access access. I would imagine is is a problem. You know, there are a lot of musicians that don't really want anyone to peek behind the curtains. They're yeah. quite precious about the process, and you know, I mean, Sharon Van Etten one was brilliant because um, it's, it's. I love the song anyway. So when it, when it's a song you know and love it's kind of like an absolute present. It's like a DVD extra. It's like a com- it's like a DVD commentary on a, on a movie. Mm. Uh, but Christine the Queens was really good because she's such a articulate and kind of amusing person to listen to, and her process is quite odd. So it's all quite – you know, some people sit at a guitar and craft the verse and chorus and write down the lyrics, then take it into the studio, whereas people like Christine, I think, you know, just faffing around on like a Jupiter 8 at – four in the morning and they pick one line and i'm fascinated by how you can kind of like chop out one line of a noodling on a keyboard and and within three hours there's like an amazing song come out of the back of it i can't do that and i'm in awe of anyone that can there's things like churches there's wolf alice arcade fire you know i mean any bands it's always the bands that you listen to i mm. listen to them all um anyway but it's it's always the bands whose songs i think you're familiar to you mm. that carry the most weight and carry the most interest
1: And I I just love the fact that it is actually the artists talking about them. You know, it's coming from the horse's mouth. There are so many, I think there are other podcasts and YouTube channels of people just delving into these songs, but really they don't really know. No, no precisely. It, so. No one knows the
6: alchemy. I mean, REM try not to breathe of mm. Automatic for the oh. People. You know, it's it's. it's who, who was on that? It was it was it was recorded especially when Automatic for the People reissued the 25th anniversary. of right, right? yeah. And they actually got Michael Stipe and Mike Mills to kind wow. of, to kind of sit there, I think, separately uh, and, uh, and 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 take it apart piece by piece. So, it's, you and, know,
0: uh, people like Michael Stipe rarely would ever deconstruct R.E.M.'s music no, exactly. and, 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 and break it down and, and, and talk about it. So yeah. that that's, that's it's fantastic. It's brilliant, you
6: know, and, and and it's also a good example, I think, of the way that the business, the music industry, is starting to look to podcasts to kind of, especially for catalogue stuff. Uh, this was a great marketing tool for them as well. They had a reissue and uh, we needed to talk about it. You know, there aren't many places mm. that you can do that nowadays. Mm. And and, and that's, that's why I like that podcast. It's just a real kind of indulgence.
0: Uh, thanks loads to Jamie for that recommendation there and now it's
1: time for our final chat of this week's episode and we're going to be catching up with Jenny Faulkner from RunPod and she's going to be talking about another brilliant podcast right Jenny we would love you to recommend a podcast that you particularly enjoy please
5: I feel like i 'm going to be naming something really obvious, but I know that everyone always goes for the niche and the unknown and the you know the, the little ones to to bring attention to them, but I feel that A lot of people are still getting to understand podcasts and understand how it works. If I said to my mum a podcast, she goes, where can I watch it? I mean, she's, (laughs) yeah, they're still getting to grips with it. So sometimes the most obvious podcasts, the ones that are doing well, are doing well for a reason. And that's because they're a blooming good listen. And so actually I found that David Tennant's podcasts have been really interesting. He's had a great selection of guests. They're high profile, usually colleagues or friends of his and the interviews I think they're about an hour long I think he started with Olivia Coleman. he's had Gordon Brown was one of my favourite interviews I find it super fascinating he's had James Corden on there Tina Fey Michael Sheen is a brilliant one as well and they're they're interesting because he's friends with them he he unveils a lot more about them than you might get if you were, you know, someone that doesn't know them that well, because they will still keep a guard up. But you do feel that you're in an intimate conversation between two friends who happen to be well known people, but you do get to know them a little bit more. And I just like the style of his interview. I like the conversations he has. I like the fact that they're a bit They talk a bit of a a lot of nonsense as well at certain points. But also, you get an insight into uh, the acting world. And as someone who's always been interested in that kind of movie background, I I feel like I actually walk away quite having learned quite a lot about their environment. And the one, the Gordon Brown one, the former Prime Minister, I actually thought he came across really lovely, Mm -hmm. a warm, friendly nice man. And really, it was interesting to hear his story and the troubles that he went through when he was in the PM role and how his parents got harassed actually by the press. I just thought it was really nice. And actually, David brings them to life. They're not just actors on the big screen. They suddenly you kind of get to know a little bit more about them. It's a great podcast. Yeah. Am i Am sl- selling it?
1: Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. He, he definitely has that ability to put people at ease
5: and I think it's a really good starting point if you haven't listened to any podcasts before it is like watching I mean if you were putting it on television it would be a really brilliant hour long uh, interview on screen mm. but it's just so nice it's very intimate when you're listening to it on, the po- on a podcast basis yes. and so it's a really great one to start out with
1: yeah yeah Fantastic. Um, And how did you discover it? Can you remember?
5: I think I discovered it because it came out earlier this year, which is when it came out just before RunPod came out. And so I was just constantly trying to listen to interviews that were one-on-one just to hear how different people, what they chatted about and to hear how the delivery was because podcasts are new to me Mm. and I wanted to make sure it didn't, I I don't want to sound too presentary, and I don't want to sound like I'm on on telly, you're presenting to like, what feels like an audience, you're standing up, and you're. Yep. But on radio and on and on podcast, it's just a, a microphone and one other person. So I wanted to hear how people were delivering things. So I think that's one of the reasons I picked his as well because it was a one-on-one interview, which is what I have in mind.
1: Of course, and and would you say it has influenced?
5: Well, it's 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 just helped me hear how different people chat. Um, in interviews, I mean, there's there's so many interviews out there that are one on one, all very different. I even listen. I listen to a lot of desert island discs as well, and it's entirely different to um, to this as well. I mean, it's the radio show that's been edited, but the delivery and the style is very different there as well. But I do like the way David Tennant does it
1: thanks so much to Jenny for that Um, I should mention that I mean many of you who follow Jenny will know that she does the very very early breakfast show on Heart Radio at 4am till 6.30 that's painful that is painful but she had had a very long day when she caught up with us Uh, I think we chatted to her about three in the afternoon she'd been talking all day and uh, she admitted she had a bit of a croaky throat we can forgive her for that yeah so I really appreciate you coming on and uh, chatting to us Jenny thank you very
0: much there you go we have come to the end of episode 2 of the Pop Bible podcast. Thank you so much for listening. What have we got coming up next week? We have another three
1: wonderful conversations with uh, podcasters who I think you would have heard of, but if not, I'm hoping to introduce you to some brilliant new shows. In the meantime, though, if you want to keep up to date with all
0: things Pop Bible, then follow us on the social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. There's lots of content over there going up on the regular. We've also got a website, popbiblemag.com where you can read the digital version of the magazine you can also order copies of the print if you wish you can also read the blog yeah there's all sorts
1: of stuff on there um and obviously there's a contact form but if you want to email us it's info at pollbiblemag.com and until
0: next week big sponsorship shout out we should tell you that we are delighted to be brought to you by audible we'll
1: be back next week thank you very much for listening bye-bye